Welcome to the BCOM Podcast. Welcome back to the BCOM Podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the wide array of soft skills and various elements of communication that you will need to be the most successful professional you can be. If this is the first episode you're listening to, you should go back one. In our inaugural episode, we met three students, Jacob, Jocelyn, and Steve. These three brave souls were planning to embark on a journey, a rite of passage experienced by many a college student nationwide, the career fair. Most importantly, they were willing to let us tag along and learn from their experience. In our debut episode, we learned from them what they had done to prepare for the career fair, and we also heard from the experts at Career Services. In this episode, it's go time. All the planning and thinking about it is over. It's time to head to Gallagher-Iber Arena and meet up with our three compatriots as they navigate over 150 company booths, recruiters, and thousands of fellow students decked out in their finest suits. They generously agreed to meet with me in the middle of their quest to lock up jobs and internships with their dream companies. Let's see what they had to say. All right, Jacob, we're here at the career fair. Uh, why don't you tell me what we just talked about? Like, what was your strategy when you came in and how did you feel it went? So my strategy was I came in and I, t I wanted to hit my top three or four companies first, but I didn't go straight for my number one company. I figured hit numbers three, four, and then two and all that before to give me practice so that whenever it came time for my number one, I kind of had my feet going, got the nerves kind of knocked out, and it was it went well. That was smart, yeah. So when you say it went well, was there like one thing that kind of gave you a signal? Was it the body language, or did they give you a card? or? Well, it's I got cards from several people, um, but the main company that I was looking at, it's they were impressed by seeing my resume. They were impressed with the GPA that I have. Um, then it helped that the recruiter I actually had class with last semester, so I was able to connect with him. So it just, he seemed to like it, and he was like, okay, we'll definitely keep this under consideration. I really like it. We'll let you know as soon as possible. That's great. So, um, I mean, again, we're right in the thick of it. Do you feel like you've accomplished the goal that you had set out when, when we first talked? I would say so. It's, I mean, I talked to the company that I wanted. It's, I didn't get a vibe that it's like, oh, go away. We don't want to see you again. So I would, I would count it as a success. So you're, you've been walking around, this is like the second or third career fair you've been to. Um, again, in the thick of it, an advice for somebody that's gonna be coming in the future that maybe has never been before. What did, what did you pick up this go around that maybe you could add to what you had said before? So I would definitely say whenever they give you the map at the beginning, I sat down, I went way over off to the side with my pen and marked where the companies that I wanted to see were so that I could make a beeline for those places. Because it's, you'd walk in and if you don't have some sort of strategy plan like that, there's so many companies, so many people, it gets overwhelmed and you just want to leave. What, what time exactly did you get here? I got here at like 12.40, so it's 10 minutes after it started. And I say 10 minutes after it started, they didn't let people up right at 12.30, so I think I was one of the first 200 people up here. Was, there, was the line pretty bad or was it okay? The line was getting bad as I got there. It's, it ended up being out the door, so I would definitely say be here early. Otherwise, you will be waiting in line to check in. Thanks, Jacob. I appreciate it. All right, Jocelyn, we're here at the career fair. How did it go? What, what's, uh, what was one of the better experiences you had? 
Um, I would probably say how friendly people have been here. Um, I think that was a lot of, I think it was better warming up, I guess, coming in here, because no matter how many times you've been to the career fair, it always gets a little nerve-wracking, and your palms get a little sweaty, so people have been very, very kind and been generous to kind of give you some support and some help. Did you have um, an interaction that was that you felt was like the most positive with one certain company, and if so, what, what company was it and what happened? Um, so actually last night I was able to see Kakanika Phillips um, and they were very, very helpful with the process of uh, the application and they told me so much about it. They gave me so many business cards and they told me to email them multiple times. I'll be seeing them again this today. Are you going to go by the, the booth or have you already done that? I'm going to in a, in a minute. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Jocelyn. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Steve, here we are at the uh, career fair. How do, how's it gone so far? Uh, it's gone pretty well. Um, I've talked to probably 10 or a dozen people, and it, 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 after the first one, it went rather smoothly. What happened in the first one? Uh, it, it went okay. I was just nervous, and you know, just I'm, I'm not a big people person, so that, getting that first one out of the way was, was key for me. Did you, it, did you uh, pick a, that first company? Was it like one of your top ones, or did you try to make that where you weren't? I don't remember who it was. <laughs> See, this is great. This it, is what, yeah. it was like the first desk I walked up to that didn't have a line. Okay, yeah. Um, like, what do you think has been the biggest thing that you've, you've taken away from this in terms of, like, what you've learned about what, what you should have done or what you did right? Um, I think having your resume ready and on on point is is uh, is key and then you know just being able to, to give him that handshake and hopefully make an impression was there a big line when you got here it was about 15 minutes and I got here at about um, 20 minutes after the start of it okay. so not too bad All right. um, I guess uh, the final thing was, was is there one or two companies that you talked to that you're most uh, excited about like you feel it was most promising uh, yes it was uh, Magellan midstream and then um, gateway mortgage were the two that I enjoyed the most awesome thank you so much Steve you're welcome up next we take a look at the flip side of the coin and gain some invaluable perspective from the folks on the other side of the booths the recruiters what does it take to impress them what drives them crazy what's the future look like in their industries all this and more when we come back. So we're here in the career fair right now, the fall 2018, and I'm standing at the Exxon Mobile booth, and I'm going to introduce one of the recruiters. So tell us your name and your position title. I'm Leanna Elkins, and I'm an IT communications advisor for Exxon Mobile. And I see by your name tag that you are an alum of Oklahoma State, right? So did you go through this process yourself when you were an undergraduate? Oh, I did. I definitely did. I went to all four career fairs when I was a student. 
Um, so I guess the biggest thing I'm interested in finding that we are interested in finding out is so far we you guys we've been here for about an hour and an hour and a half so far. What are the uh, the the positives that you're picking up from students, like the good things? We'll start with good, and then we'll go we'll go to the bad. So what, what's some of the good things that they're doing as they walk up to you today? Some of the good things they're doing is they have an idea of what they want to ask us and what they want to talk about. Um, what we really like to see is passion in people and seeing what they really love doing because it's easier for us to be able to tell like if you're going to fit in with our company, if we'll have a place for you. Um, so just people who know what they want and are going out there and getting it. So so that's a good segue to my next question. So if, if they've kind of established that idea and they can portray that to you, I mean, that is that one of the things that is going to be more of a motivating factor for you to try to look more into them and possibly go to the next step with them? Yeah, so the way that they can talk and present themselves and like know how to speak to us is just as important as some of the things on their resume in terms of like their GPA and things like that. If we find someone who has like not a great GPA but has like all of these other qualities or leadership things that they've done, it's really important like to see that they're good people that would be able to learn and that we'd be able to teach how to do um, whatever we need them to do. So if I'm a student and I'm here and I come up and I talk to you and I hand you my resume, what do you do with that resume? So with the resumes, we're looking at a few key things. Of course, we're going to look at GPA and we're going to see like what kind of things you've been involved in, if you've sought out any leadership opportunities. And from there, we kind of have to make a decision about like whether we think that we have a place for you or not. So are you gonna are you gonna look at that while I'm standing here or is it after I walk away or it could be a combination of both? It's usually a combination of both but I would say for the most part while you're here because it's easiest to get a sense of like this person is standing in front of me right now and I remember their face and what they're saying so it's easiest when they're here to be able to take a look at that resume and put a name to the face and say, okay, well, here's what I'm seeing and here's what I'm learning from you right now to be able to make that decision while you're here. And so in that decision process, I mean, that happens pretty quick, right? And then so you, you solidify while the person's here pretty much whether or not you would think about considering them for the next step? Um, so most of the time we do, and it, it depends though, um, it depends on who we see later, like we really encourage people to come to other events that we have before and after the career fair, because that can really solidify, like even if someone doesn't have like the GPA that we're looking for, for example, if we see that they've come to all the events and are really passionate about wanting to work for us, we'll take that into consideration. Like we just want to see that people are passionate about working here. So final question, what's the biggest uh, negative or mistake that students have been making in the past hour and a half as they come up to you? I haven't seen any huge mistakes. I think um, just people who aren't really sure what they want to do or if they come up here and don't know if they really want to work here or not and they just kind of say, yeah, just kind of just wanted to talk and don't really have anything. So I'm trying to work off of what they are telling me. So if they don't have a lot to tell me, then I don't know where to go from there. And I'm very hopeful with this question. Please tell me, no one has come up to you and said, tell me what your company does, Do have they? <laughs> I may have gotten a couple similar questions, 
but it it makes us we're a big company so we do do a lot of different things so I, I understand where it's coming from but well thank you so much for your time yeah thank you all right so I'm here with Noah Hernandez from Hilti uh, we're here at the the 2018 fall career fair and so Noah uh, maybe you could just give me a, a rundown what I'm most curious about is you know the the audience that hopefully we're going to be reaching with this is going to be students that are going to be coming to career fairs in, in the very near future. Um, what have you seen today that was like uh, the most positive elements of what you've seen from students? Well, I think it absolutely begins with, you know, making sure that there's no sort of feeling of intimidation. You know, we're all here because we want to hire you and we love hearing about you. I want to hear, you know, about some personal experiences as well as your work experience, because honestly, what we're looking for um, in terms of an employee is not only someone that will be able to get the job done, but also someone that fits our culture as well. So it's nice to actually get to know them on a personal standpoint. You know, what I like to tell students as soon as they walk up, because everyone always looks a little bit nervous, is to just relax. You know, I was just a student. I graduated last May, so like four or five months ago. And, I mean, it's just really nice being on the other side and, like, being able to help them out and, like, find them a job, hopefully with us, or get them to, you know, relax and take a breather before they get started. So um, in terms of, of prep, obviously, like you're saying, being relaxed as best that you can. Um, but in terms of what, what I'm curious about is, you know, we're talking a lot about resumes. When it comes to resumes, when they hand it to you or to one of your colleagues that's standing here, um, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? Uh, you know, I know you, you scan it real quick. What are, what are those things that you're looking at in the few seconds that you're scanning it? So when I'm looking at a resume, it's really changed quite a bit because we can't even accept the resumes anymore. Physically, they had to be submitted electronically. But what I like to see is to pull up the resume and almost for the student to be able to point out, not physically point out, but start speaking on what they're most proud of on their resume and, you know, how they can develop that or at least, you know, portray it as something that helped them professionally as well as, you know, help them develop as a person because at Hilti we're really huge in personal development and team development overall. So I want to see or hear about an experience that really changed you as a person or made you better as a person and kind of showed you, uh, for lack of a better term, a path of where you might want to go with your career. So having a direction and, a, and an idea and a plan is kind of what, what you're referring to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of kids that have no idea what they want to do. That's where I was. So not necessarily a direction, but at least the pitch. The pitch is huge. You know, just like be comfortable with that quick 30 seconds. I've got some, I've had some killer ones today where people just nail it. And it really goes a long way because it's really nice to be able to hear that and like for them to give me what they're looking for and me to build off that. So even if they don't have a direction, like are you referring to like maybe where they could summarize their passions or yeah. what they what what they might think of maybe as general goals for life? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, as a business student, you're obviously there's you know different fortes you can achieve with you know accounting or finance or sales or whatnot. So it's kind of nice to be able to have that sort of direction that you're looking for. But I mean, work is work. And it's really more so the experience and the drive that you have to be able to, you know, go out and pursue a job and, you know, like fund yourself and do something like that that we're looking for. And from there, if we can find the personality, then we can build that person and develop them personally to the job that they might be looking forward, as well as help them find that job within our actual company. So if I'm a student um, and I can, I can come to the career fair, but what about uh, weighing it versus trying to participate in maybe some sort of connection sessions or meet and greets if I only had the time to do one which would you recommend 
Um, I would probably recommend, I mean, the career fair in the sense that, I mean, that's the main goal is to get the kids the jobs and for us to be able to hire them. Um, so I would recommend to take advantage of all sorts of meet and greets, mixers, receptions, what have you. Anytime a company is coming in town, the Spears Business School does an incredible job at bringing them in and, you know, setting them up. And they're there. They want to answer all your questions. And so, you know, as everyone's always heard there's no such thing as a stupid question. So bring those to the table because you're only going to be able to get experience and you're only going to, you know, be able to go up from there. You know, every bad experience is a good experience in a sense of now you know what not to do next. And it's better to have, you know, a sense of exposure with different kinds of companies and in different industries almost so that you can start to find what you want to do. So what a lot of students don't realize is that they don't understand what they want to do because they haven't really, you know, made the move to look out to find what they want to do, essentially. So they sit at home and don't really attend any of the events or whatnot. And those events are what allows them to really portray, like, what would work out best for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So final question, and not to end on a downer note here, but uh, biggest, uh, fo you know, we've been here for a little over two hours now. Biggest, uh, maybe not mistake, but maybe a faux pas or something that wouldn't be a, a positive that you've seen so that maybe a student could learn from that and they don't do that when they come up to you? I think it's really important to dress well. I think there's a lot of students that underdress and there might be a lot of jobs where all you really need to wear to work is, you know, a polo and some pants or even a t-shirt at that. But it's nice to be able to dress up and show yourself uh, to be a professional. And, you know, there's almost that kind of, you know, ego sense of looking good and feeling good and like being able to you know go nail this you know interview or go nail this you know questionnaire real quick so I feel like it's it's nice to be able to have you know that nice pair of shoes and a suit they're not necessarily nice but just something that you feel comfortable in while you're out there you know attempting to be a professional. Noah thank you so much for your time. Absolutely thank you. All right so now we're here uh, joined by Jacob Fowler from Coke Industries. Um, so Jacob, what I'm curious about is what you've been seeing so far. We've been here for about an hour and a half since the doors opened. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of positives from the students that are coming up to talk to you? What are they doing right? I think we have a lot of students who have clearly kind of done a little bit of research about our company, which I appreciate as a recruiter. Um, kids coming up asking good questions about you know, what industries we're involved in, uh, what kind of opportunities are available for you know, potential internships and new hires. Um, and I think it's really good to see, um, you know, just that they've done a little research and done a little little thinking about the companies that they're going to come and talk to at the career fair. On the other side of that coin, have you had anybody that has come up to you and said, tell me what your company does? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we see it. We see that a lot. We see a lot of students come up and say, I don't know anything about you. What do you have to offer? And don't have a lot to kind of say about, you know, our company. So if a student does do that, is that automatically dismiss them to you or does it or you know what I mean? Does it put them in the, oh, I don't know about this one, or does, does it open the door just for a conversation that then they could somehow maybe turn around to their favor? Yeah, I think I, I look at it as a kind of a, I turn into kind of infomercial mode. I kind of get to sell them on kind of Coke and, and what we're about in the industry industries we're in, um, use it as a learning opportunity for them, and definitely doesn't turn me off to, you know, put them in the trash pile of resumes or anything like that definitely still interested in you know hearing what they have to say and and what they can potentially offer our firm in terms of resumes I'm glad you brought that up in terms of uh, overall importance just in this venue itself I mean we all know that the resume is super important no matter what but in this in this venue itself um, I come up and I hand you a resume what are you looking for 
in those few seconds that you're going to glance at it. I think in this particular setting, we're more looking that you're coming well presented, you can speak to us, you can kind of tell us some of the key highlights of your resume um, and really just present yourself well as someone who could potentially, you know, be worth offering an interview to. Okay. Um, and, and my final question would be, uh, not to end on a negative note, but what, what would be one of the biggest mistakes or faux pas that you've seen occur in the last hour and a half uh, so far this year? Has there been anything like that's really stepped, jumped out at you like that student really should not have done that? And that way, hopefully, another student that listens to this down the line, they will not make that same mistake, if, if anything. I don't know if I've seen any major faux pas, I'd say. Just the way students are dressed and, you know, if they come up and they're not wearing, you know, not necessarily that I'm expecting a full suit and tie and everything, but they're coming in wearing sandals and shorts. It's not the best first impression when, you know, a business professional is coming to shake their hand and tell you about their firm. Well, thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thank you. All right. So just uh, if you introduce yourself, tell me your name and company and position and then I'll... My name is Kyle Werner. I work with the Addison Group, and I'm the branch manager of the IT division. Okay. And where are you guys based out of? Our headquarters is based in Chicago. Okay, wow. But where, and you, you are based? I, I'm actually based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, out of our office in there. So um, have you been coming to the, the OSU Career Fair for a while, personally? I have been coming to the OSU Career Fair probably since, my grad, since I graduated in 2005. So I had a couple years off, but I'd say I've been here for at least a good 10 years. That's great. So... What I'm curious the most uh, about at this point is, you've, you know, we've been here for a little over two hours, two and a half hours now. Uh, what are you seeing that uh, the students are getting right? What is the positive things that they are doing um, so that, you know, students in the future could replicate those things? Yeah. Um, everyone here at Oklahoma State comes prepared. 99% of the students come dressed for success. They're dressed to the nines. They're wearing suits. They're wearing everything right. And they have resumes ready to go. They have pad folios. Even some have questions written down specifically for your company. So they're doing all the right things. So they just need to keep that up, right? The flip side would be, uh, what would be some, if, you know, 99%, what about that 1%? What are the things that you've seen today that maybe were a negative, that were a faux pas or something that a student should not do? Think about where you want to work. Um, I understand college is a great time. I personally had long hair when I was in college. Um, you know, come ready for an interview. If you're going to graduate in the next, you know, if you're even graduating in May, come ready for an interview. Think about this as your chance to impress someone and make an impact. Understand that, you know, you may be growing your hair out, maybe shaved, but at least come best as you can to the career fair, ready to talk to people like you're going to be interviewing for a position because most of us here are looking for someone internally in our company, so we do remember that stuff and we're writing notes down, taking mental notes and things like that as well as eye contact. I know it's it's hot in Gallagher-Iba, it's a small walkway, but if you're looking for a certain company, go to that company, but then go around and talk to everyone else. Um, you know, Even if you don't know what they do, find out what they do and just talk to people, because that's the biggest thing you can do when you graduate is network, because it's, it's an ongoing thing. Networking should never stop, and this is really the first step into your business world is networking with people here. The final thing I'm gonna ask is, what about follow-up? After today, what should a student that's interested in the Addison Group do? So for us personally, we have an internal uh, recruiting staff that is going to follow up, and we're trying to set the expectation that we sh they should hear back in the next two to three weeks. And if they don't, we've given out cards saying, hey, contact us, call us and email us. But that's the biggest thing I can say is that if you're told an expectation it's not met, you're not bothering someone by following up. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Okay, so now we're here with Jay Judd from Grant Thornton. And, uh, Jay, I'm just curious. You've, uh, we've been here for about two and a half hours, I think, since the doors opened. 
What are you seeing so far from students uh, that's positive? What are they doing right? What, what have you been impressed by so far? So I would say my favorite candidates come up and know exactly what it is that they're looking for. They've looked online at the website. They know what positions we have posted on higher OSU grads. They know what time frame works with their curriculum and when they're looking to intern versus when they're looking to be hired on full time. Um, overall, I would say the students that are very confident in what they're seeking are the ones that we're more impressed by. Okay, so it really is just a matter of preparation and them doing their homework then, right? Yes, especially since OSU provides you all the information you need in advance. If they can just get on their phone for 15 minutes the night before, Google the companies they're interested in, they're set up for success the next day. Do you feel like, um, just in terms of industry, uh, that there's any real significant difference in terms of preparation that you should do for the career fair? There's not. So I was actually an engineering recruiter in oil and gas before I came over to public accounting and it's exactly the same from discipline to discipline. You still just need to research the companies, know what they've got going on in the media at that time, know what their culture is like, know what opportunities they have available and you'll be good to go. So um, we talked about positives of what you've seen. In terms of what could be improved upon, what are maybe one or two things that you've come across today that, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say major faux pas, but, but maybe something in that realm that maybe a student in the future that hears this, they will make sure that they don't do. So I would say consistently across the board, students that I am less impressed by are students who do not exude confidence. And I do understand that there are going to be people who are introverts and extroverts, people who are more shy than others. But when it comes to job seeking, you have to at least fake the confidence until you feel it for real. If you walk up with you know, a strong handshake, a solid resume, a resume that includes a GPA. GPAs are necessary for almost any of the companies that are going to be coming to big fairs like this. Um, that's gonna help you stand out. So confidence is a must. So when I hand you my resume at the career fair and you glance at it very quickly, what are the things you specifically are looking for? So I'm immediately looking at the GPA. That's the first thing. The second thing I'm looking at is to confirm the graduation date. Not all companies are going to have CPA eligibility requirements like we do as a public accounting firm, but I just want to confirm that that graduation date is undergrad or graduate. And like I said, since I'm public accounting, I'm also looking for the eligibility timeframe. And so, I mean, obviously layout of the resume is really important for those two things to stand out to you, right? Yes, so education, when you're a student, education should always come first. And honestly, even as an early professional, education will still come first. It's not till later years in life where you scoot the education down to the bottom and put the professional experience up top. And that can even relate to, you know, because we do have a, a fairly healthy population of non-traditional students that are, they're gonna be switching you know, careers and, and industry paths. So even that advice would hold for them too, or would it be different? As long as they are a student, the education should be at the top. Yes. So the last thing I want to ask you about is in terms of follow-up. What should students do? What are they, what could they do better in terms of following up after today is over? So there's a fine line of response for this, and I really think this depends recruiter to recruiter what their preference is. I do like follow-up within a certain level of um, a degree of appropriateness. So following up one time is appropriate, something very short and simple. I met you at the career fair. I really enjoyed our conversation. I'm hopeful to hear back from you about future opportunities. Um, we more than likely will have sent the student with instructions, apply online here. This will be the next step in the process. So a friendly uh, follow-up email 
that is not designed to require a response is the best kind of follow-up. Continual follow-up without a response, I would say at that point, is not necessary. Are you a fan of old school handwritten thank you notes? I do love handwritten thank you notes. I love getting mail. Rarely at work do you get mail anymore. So handwritten thank you notes are fantastic. They don't require a response. Um, I display them in my office on a shelf. I have hundreds. Uh, so yes, can't ever go wrong with that. Jay, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to the BCom Podcast. Join us next time for the conclusion of our three-part series covering the career fair at Oklahoma State University as we follow up with our three students a few weeks after the fair to see the long-term outcomes of their hard work and preparation.